Hey everyone, and welcome back to Practically Zero Waste, a podcast for making zero waste living as practical as possible. For today's conversation, I sat down with my friend Jazz from Nourishment Kitchen, and we talked all about essential oils and where they come from and how we can use them. Jazz is amazingly passionate about using these natural scents for everything from aromatherapy to cleaning your home to removing stains and fixing a cold. She even has some great DIY tips that she'll share with us, as well as tons of info and resources if you'd like to learn even more. If you haven't had a chance yet to leave a rating and review for the podcast on Apple, you can do so even while you're listening to the pod. Simply scroll to the bottom of the podcast page and click on the stars to leave a rating or type a message to leave a review. Thanks to everyone who does that. Now let's get ready for Essential Oils 101. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself and when you first started to learn about essential oils? Yeah, sure. So I live on Stony Lake and I feel like that's a big part of my life. So I am just like a real outdoors sort of person and... I initially went to school for biology and then nutrition after that, and I got into essential oils around the time that I was going to school for nutrition. I actually took like an online nutrition course, and this was about five years ago, so I think in 2015, and yeah, I just started researching essential oils online because I was having a lot of like seasonal congestion and kind of um kind of like asthma and I was just really struggling I was taking like inhalers for asthma and stuff and I really didn't want to be doing that so I started researching stuff and that's how essential oils came up that's cool yeah so being a nutritionist what does that mean (laughs) (laughs) I know it's kind of there's like many different kinds of nutrition or like different things that you can study within nutrition but so I just have like a basic I'm a certified holistic nutritionist I decided to go to school for nutrition when I was working at Joanne's place it's a health food store I was working in the supplements section of the health food store Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people coming in asking questions like what do I take this supplement for or like asking really in-depth questions so I think it was around when I started at Joanne's it it all kind of blends together that that I started taking nutrition now you have nourishment kitchen that's your blog Mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about how that started yeah so it started off as wild green life and I think I started my blog also in 2015, this all kind of happened at the same time, <laughs> I um, got into oils and then I was like, oh, this is so cool. I have to share it. So I made my blog and like I said, working at Joanne's Place, the health food store and just getting a lot of information through working at the store yeah. and what I was learning. So I just wanted to share it online with people. Yeah. I just found that what I was learning was so interesting and that it could change. It was changing so much about my life yeah. and how I was like living. I just wanted to share it. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. So what are essential oils? So essential oils, although they're called an oil, they're actually an aromatic compound. So it's not like an oily, like you would think of like olive oil or something. Okay. Lipid. They're not like a fatty oil. Okay. They are teeny tiny molecules, obviously, that come from plants and they can, they're extracted usually through steam distillation. Cool. (laughs) And each drop of essential oil has, I think it's about 30 million trillion molecules in each drop. Wow. So they're very concentrated and potent, and you only need a very little bit to get results. Cool. And because they're so, like each drop has so many molecules in it, um, and they're so concentrated, those molecules are very small, and they can penetrate into the body and throughout your body very quickly. So that's Ah. why you can see results with them. Steam distillation, that is so cool. So how much of a plant would you need in order to get one drop of essential oil? 
because they come in very tiny bottles. Yeah, (laughs) that's a good question. I guess it varies, obviously, from plant to plant. Mm -hmm. I use Young Living essential oils, so there's definitely some information on their website about Mm -hmm. how much lavender it takes to make a bottle. Something like a citrus oil, lemon or orange, comes from the peel, like the rind. So actually, you probably need a lot less because there's like... There's quite, quite a, a bit, bit of, in there. Yeah. yeah, and if you've ever kind of like like, like pressed, squeezed a lemon yeah. <laughs> or something, you kind of get not that oil like grease, but like that oily sensation yeah. that stays on your hands longer. So, yes. So that's the kind of stuff that's being distilled. Extracted, yes. Cool. So, um, and when you ask about steam distillation, it's a whole it's a whole process. I have I've never seen it being done or anything. But the reason that Young Living really like stands apart from other companies to me is their whole process of how they distill oils is very high quality, and you have to be really precise in the temperatures at which you're distilling because it's a lot of there's a lot of heat and pressure that's used. If you're distilling oils at too high of a heat, then you're gonna kind of kill off, or essentially part of it's not gonna survive. Or if you're using too much pressure, so they're very precise in doing that. So because they're able to penetrate really easily, how do you apply essential oils? Yeah, so there's three main ways that you can use them. We're diffusing them right now. Yes, we're breathing them in. It smells amazing (laughs) in here. So you can inhale them. I count that like you can diffuse them or inhale it right out of the bottle. Mm -hmm. And your olfactory organs, so like your sense of smell, is very closely connected to limbic system of your brain. So when you inhale, it has like a very immediate effect on your mood. Mm. So that's why like something like peppermint, when you inhale, it can really make you feel energized and pick you up. Or some uh, like lavender, it's very calming. It acts as a nervine and calmative. So when you inhale it, it's like immediately affecting your brain. And then there is topical use, of course. So you can apply them either diluted or undiluted. It just depends on what oil it is. Like something like lavender, you don't need to dilute. But like I said before, they're very concentrated. So diluting them is a good way to get more use out of Right. So if you're applying it to the inside of your wrist or mm-hmm. the back of your neck or something, if you're trying to calm yourself down or, you know, relieve a headache maybe, so you could mix it in a carrier oil is that yeah, something that i've heard right. of <laughs> yeah that's right and like i said before because essential oils they're not actually a fatty oil so the carrier oil gives the oil something to cling on to and it carries it into your body oh. because they're aromatic they would actually evaporate off your skin especially some oils like frankincense is even more aromatic like it would just okay. evaporate really quickly interesting so if you didn't use it with a carrier oil, you're just, you're not getting the full benefits. Right. So this allows it to absorbing. spread out and absorb. absorb. Yeah. Yeah. Larger surface area. Yeah. And then the last way is ingestion. <laughs> I was like, what is <laughs> Yes. Ingestion. So, and this is one that people often are like, what? You can ingest essential oils and they get really confused. But I only recommend doing this with high quality oils, which is again, why... I use Young Living Oils, mm-hmm. and they have a whole line of Vitality Oils that are f- labeled for ingestion. Oh, okay. And it's, again, you just need to dilute them. What would you dilute it in? Like a something like glass of water? or So it will stay separated right. from the, the water, but I like to say if I have like a cold or if I feel like I'm coming down with something, take a teaspoon of honey and put a drop of lemon in, oh. and it tastes delightful. And Great, also, yeah. it mixes in well. Mm-hmm. In or, again, putting that teaspoon in your tea right, also yeah. works. Good. Cool. 
Yeah, I have heard before that you're not supposed to eat essential oils. <laughs> yeah. And I think that might just be like cautionary measures so that nobody gets sued. Yeah. Like, just don't do it's it. It's one of those things where the oil cannot be labeled as both for ingestion and for topical use. It has to be one or the other. Like if it's, you can eat it, then why can't you also put it on your skin? I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's for legal reasons, right? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. That's so strange. <laughs> so we've talked a little bit about this, but what are the benefits of using essential oils why would somebody bother Mm -hmm. well maybe I'll tell more about how I got into yeah totally because it's just kind of an interesting story and they really helped me a lot and Mm. then from there I started using them for like everything Everything. in my life so like I said before they I got into using oils for my asthma and just seasonal congestion seasonal allergies and obviously you've probably heard of eucalyptus being Mm. really helpful for like opening up your airways and so I started there's a blend called breathe again so I got that and then there's another blend called RC which stands for respiratory clearing and I started I would just roll like this breathe again roller right on my chest okay cool and I was noticing like immediate relief from it wow to the point where I was like I'm not saying anyone should stop taking their prescriptions or anything at all but oh, yeah <laughs> to the point where I was able to stop using my um, inhalers which okay. is awesome wow so that was like my introduction mm-hmm. and then from there I was realized like oh like these are really helping my I got a whole starter kit and oh, cool. the lavender was really useful for sleep and calming and boosting your mood mm-hmm. digestive support is another like really common one interesting will essential oils have a similar effect for everyone so sometimes when you're on a medication you'd have different side effects based on whole host of physical baggage that you come with um, before starting a medication. And so if you're taking an essential oil, will everybody be calmed by lavender? Would everybody be energized by citrus? Or Yeah, like, that's yeah. a really good question. I think not necessarily. And mm-hmm. I think another way to think of that is like some people find peppermint really strong. And then like I could just put it straight on my skin. Like right, I don't yeah. find it as strong. That's also because I've been using it for longer but I think some people are more sensitive for Mm -hmm. sure and if you're more sensitive then you might not need to use as much Mm -hmm. they generally affect people in the same way but I think that Mm -hmm. the difference is how much yeah so how much it's diluted or the quantity that you or the number of drops that you're putting in yeah yeah because I've seen a couple of lists and stuff that are this is for calming this is for stomach this is for headache relief this is for digestion all of these different things and they're fairly consistent yes um, all the different recommendations so that's really good that in general will work the same for everyone in case anybody's wondering like oh is that just her personal experience or is that going to be effective for me too and something really cool is that young living has a ton of oils now that are certified as natural health products by like health canada oh so which is really like that's the first they're the first essential oil company to have that certification so they have claims about each essential oil so like you can say lavender acts as a nervine and calmative to enhance relaxation you know peppermint helps with digestive discomfort hmm. so i'm just thinking like all of those claims like if they're able to yeah. be certified as natural they must work the same <laughs> for everyone okay cool that's a good <laughs> point do you know much about the environmental impact of essential oils and their production Mm -hmm. again like I'm always going back to Young Living I know that they are really astringent stringent I guess would be the word in their sourcing right from seed to sealing the label on the bottle so they're really 
careful with where they source their seeds and giving back to communities. So they have partner farms around the globe that they work with. And they do give back to the communities in different ways. But they're really careful about how everything is grown and replanting like and I know in Hawaii they have different initiatives wherever their farms are where they're replanting or actually leaving the ecosystem better than how they found it wow yeah another concern with essential oils can be like we talked about how much does it take to make a drop of essential oil I kind of think of it like maple syrup yeah it's like like 40 liters of sap make one liter of maple syrup and it's just because it's such a highly concentrated essence of a plant in an essential oil bottle, it's crazy to think of how much you'd have to grow and are there monocrops happening across the world mm-hmm. and are they worried about soil health? So, I mean, you can say that about all the stuff that it, we consume, yes, like, that's you true. know, like bananas and coconut oil and yeah. all of these things, <laughs> like everything is a giant monocrop now because there's a flaw in our system of agriculture. But um, like, it's nice to know that Young Living is attentive to that Mm -hmm. and aware that there is an environmental impact to produce their product. So Yes, I think they're very aware of it. And they also say their farms are beyond organic because in the U.S., which is where they're based, certified organic is three three years chemical-free, whereas Mm -hmm. their farms are 50 years chemical-free before they actually farm on them. That's amazing. And it's nice because of how powerful they are, that they are high quality ingredients that you're putting into your body yes, or onto your body. huge because there are a lot of companies out there that are selling oils that are diluted with synthetics or cut with synthetic chemicals. Because when you distill oils, sometimes they need to use synthetics to distill them. And part of that will be left in the oil, which is not good. That's part of why they're so precise with distilling. Um, I think they try to use that chemical distillation process as least they can. Mm -hmm. Most people who are using essential oils are using it because they are trying to get away from that, right? Yeah. So you don't want to be putting that on your skin or injecting it, obviously. Yeah, because you're trying to, you're taking on essential oils as a way of avoiding toxins and synthetic fragrances and stuff like that. And so, yeah, you're trying to get the health benefits of something while you don't Mm -hmm. want it to full of chemicals or synthetic well being good for the planet like yeah (laughs) yeah exactly that's complicated eh so you're trying to find that balance as far as like zero waste goes is there any packaging take back program with uh young living like are you able to ever save up all of your bottles and send them back in the u.s they have a place where if you're close to their farm i think probably in utah you can i don't know which one it is but i know that you can take your bottles back. okay cool and i wish that we could send them back from here but you can't yet do you have a friend in utah that you can mail them (laughs) to and they'll bring them into the farm (laughs) i should do that yeah um but i do like that they're obviously all little glass bottles the lids are plastic but because they're so concentrated yes. you're also only using a little bit at a time mm-hmm. so while I do have a huge I do have a, a big um, bin of empties <laughs> that's because I've been using right. them for so long yes yeah, so you've been using them for years and I'm sure you are making products and stuff with your essential oils to give to people and it's yeah. not just like your own personal use yeah, that's hard. Is there another use for bottles like that? Like, they're pretty small and they have the dropper yeah. top. Yeah, what I, I do with them is I save them up and I have a big thing of Epsom salts. Oh, and okay. I actually, like, get a lot of 
use out of the empty ones because I stick them in the Epsom salts and then use that for my bath salts. But it probably takes, like, I probably put them in twice because so much residue is, like, left in there. Oh, so your whatever scent is left in there kind of infuse the, the yeah, salts? Yeah, I just, or? I have a big bin of Epsom yeah. salts and then I stick them in upside down. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and that just helps to clean it out and then you're actually getting use out of what's left as yeah. opposed to just like washing yeah. it with soap. Wow. Cool. Yeah. And then when I'm done with that, there are little roller tops that you can put on top of the bottle. Oh, okay. So I sometimes make blends in them and... What are you showing me? It's the... a radio show. People can't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just a 15 mil bottle and it's got a roller on top. Oh, cool. So those are obviously infinitely reusable. I just... That's beautiful. Is that like a little... Yeah, a little metal roller. That's a great use of your bottle. So if you were to... The average person that's not going to go through them on a regular basis, they could purchase those, just the little roller top from Young Living or or something like that. How do you make a blend? Actually, you have a list of different DIYs that we can use essential oils for. Uh, So we could go through some of that because a lot of the times that people are looking for essential oil recipes and stuff, like it could be for headache relief or whatever that they're Mm -hmm. trying trying to deal with health-wise. But in the zero-waste world, we're trying to reduce synthetic fragrances, synthetic chemicals, and a lot mm-hmm. of that like comes down to cleaners or beauty products or things like oh, that. Definitely. And so you must encounter that all the time in making your own stuff with all yeah. of your yeah. amazing... Yeah, and that's a huge reason why I got into all of it because like the synthetic chemicals in cleaners and all of those things, mm-hmm. it just, they're not good for the environment and they're really not good for people. They're endocrine disruptors. So they disrupt your hormones. Whereas something like essential oils are actually really good for your hormones and they like help balance them in some cases. So mm-hmm. to me, I don't see the reason why you wouldn't be using them instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can go through the list if you want. Yeah, tell me about them. And these are things that like when you asked me to come on the podcast, I was like, oh, I don't know if I have like that many things. And then I started making a list mm-hmm. of these DIYs that I've been doing for like the past five years, like slowly swapping things out. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, like there's so many things that essential oils have replaced in my life that I would otherwise be buying cool. in plastic packaging. Yeah. Yeah. So like the first one, like we've already said for respiratory support, a okay, lot of people yeah. use something like Vicks VapoRub. Or, right. Yes, absolutely. I don't know what the other... What other things like that? What other be? brands there are, but like it's menthol or something that's yeah. the main yeah. scent in there, and then it's in like a thick, lathery paste. paste. It's kind of weird. Petroleum jelly. Yeah, petroleum jelly. <laughs> a lot so of that's things. like. And also, the menthol that's in that is synthetically made. Okay. Which is also not good because those synthetically made essential oils, yeah. <laughs> air quote, if you will, like they they don't process the same in your body mm. so um, or on your body because it's or, still even if you're doing it topically it'll soak in and that yeah chemical will still be in your skin yeah like what I'm thinking of is one of wintergreen which has methyl salicylate in it um, I th- which is also in I think Vicks VapoRub okay. the synthetic form builds up in your body it isn't good for you oh. but the essential oil doesn't do that okay cool. <laughs> <laughs> so Vicks VapoRub swap it out for eucalyptus or RC and you literally just, and there's so many uses for something like eucalyptus too. Like that's just one use, but just put it a drop of that in a carrier oil and put it on your chest. Mm -hmm. Um, Before we get into the DIYs, what's a list of a few different carrier oils that you could use Mm -hmm. for any of these DIYs coming up? 
I use coconut oil, even fractionated coconut oil, avocado oil, olive oil, grapeseed oil, jojoba oil. Pretty much any oil that I have yeah, that I'm cooking anything. with. Yeah. Like if you only just have olive oil, that will work. Cool. With whatever your preference is, some people use sweet almond oil. Like if you want it to have a scent that you like too, like maybe if you don't like the scent of olive oil or whatever yeah. or coconut oil then you can choose something that's a little bit more neutral yeah. or has a sweet smell or cool and if you're using it like on your face or something like I would choose a lighter oil I was gonna say another DIY is I make like a facial cleanser cool that is like I call it like my face glow oil <laughs> and I use jojoba oil in it which okay. is it's a lot less fatty and it absorbs faster so okay. it's not like you're left with a really oily face cool and I use that for, it's a cleanser. It's really works as like a toner as well. Mm -hmm. It's everything. So that's, fun. that's like eliminating a lot of products. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. There's, a, there's lots of products that I don't even think about anymore because it's been so long since I've purchased things like that. But, um, oh, totally. but it's great to have this list of alternatives because people are going to be looking for what can I replace this single use plastic bottle with? Well, a tiny tiny bottle that's glass of essential oils that's going to help you make hundreds of recipes things, yeah. yeah that in and of itself is reducing packaging and, and garbage definitely and I think a lot of this is maybe for some of your listeners who are totally have gone down the zero waste path it's like second nature mm -hmm. right but then there's still a lot of people out there and I know like say like when I go to my friend's house mm -hmm. I'm reminded like oh yeah some people don't live like this and they they just yeah. don't know these things wow like they have 10 million different products for like face that's why like I was thinking when I was making this list some of these things are really basic to me mm -hmm. but not to a lot of people yeah. obviously so exactly that's great <laughs> another one mm -hmm. is home cleaner and I think this is like such a good one because another thing people will have like 10 different cleaners for yeah. like cleaning the toilet cleaning the rugs the all, oven. everything yeah, yeah. Um, but I just make like one and it does everything. Mm -hmm. um, and they're like different like, blends or, that you oh, can yeah. make up and stuff. Yeah, different ratios. But mostly what I use is, so you can either make it yourself or Young Living has a Thieves Cleaner uh, concentrate. Okay. What is um, Thieves? It's Thieves is a blend and it has cinnamon, eucalyptus, lemon, clove. I think I got them all. Wow. So it's very antibacterial oh and it would just be so spicy and it's warm a really smelling. yeah cool yeah. so it's really good for cleaning but it's also really good for coughs and colds okay so, great so if I mean, you're sick you can clean together. the house and yeah. feel really healthy at the end <laughs> yeah so uh, i typically use their thebes cleaning concentrate which mm -hmm. is a bottle and then you only need probably about 10 milliliters of okay. it in like i have a glass an amber glass bottle and then I just add water okay wow so then you can make uh like a huge amount of this cleaning spray because it's concentrate again with the packaging I'm just thinking like oh you buy yeah. it in a plastic bottle but because it's kind of like castile soap or something that yes. is super highly concentrated it lasts a long time yeah like you're gonna get uh, 30 to 40 cleaning bottles out of the one and who bottle? cleans that much really not me so. <laughs> maybe maybe me <laughs> i clean a lot i think but... you just like the smell you're just like well, i'm congested today i'm gonna clean that yeah <laughs> i mean or you can use vinegar of course vinegar water like the thieves essential oil and 
Castile soap, mm-hmm. if you can find, like I heard on your other podcast about vinegar being right. Um, it's um a petroleum. It's based. a petroleum based vinegar. The majority of the vinegar that we eat and consume and and buy and use to clean with is not plant based. Yeah. And so, like vinegar itself is just like a fermentation, is it not? Like I don't know too much so. about it, but if you were to make rice vinegar or something, it's fermenting rice, and so it has gone sour and vinegary, and okay. that's how you would. That makes sense. Have that acidic content. The same with any vinegar. It would come from plants or like apple cider vinegar. If you ferment apple peels and cores in water, then it becomes bubbly and fermented and acidic. So Mm -hmm. they're like, those are plant-based vinegars, but regular white vinegar is now like so mass produced that it's petroleum based. So that's That's crazy. Weird to think about that. I mean, we eat a lot of things that have petroleum chemicals i'm sure yeah but like once you know you're just like i don't really want to eat that (laughs) yeah i was so surprised i had no idea about that so in your um cleaning mix you could try and source plant-based vinegar if not i mean like use what you currently have yeah use that up and then try and source something like that afterwards but yeah or try making your own (laughs) yeah and the other cool thing is it's really affordable like Mm -hmm. it does not cost that much you're not inhaling all those toxic chemicals when you're Mm -hmm. cleaning and it works really well that's awesome because all those essential oils that are in it are so antibacterial like they kill off any germs so i think it actually works better than all the toxic stuff. And like I said before, then you only need one product. Like I use this to clean my toilets, like everything. It's it's not like I have to go out buy 10 different bottles. That's great. (laughs) Yeah. And what you said about it being antibacterial, things like lemon are antibacterial. Lots of people use that for um, like cleaning a cutting board or Mm -hmm. whatever. And if you're infusing vinegar with lemon rinds or something Mm -hmm. like that or any sort of citrus rind then that antibacterial property is being infused into the vinegar too right it's similar to rather than extracting an essential oil if you just happen to have lemon then you can do that as a antibacterial property for your home cleaner that would work really well be a good glass cleaner (laughs) oh yeah absolutely on that topic like i know a lot of people use laundry what are they called like stain removers oh okay i think those are probably often really quite toxic yeah I think see so. i don't i'm thinking like i don't just think of the packaging i think of like how toxic those well products. yeah it's important to think about the chemicals too and the toxins because it's all part of the big picture like like you said it has a big impact on the environment and a lot of people aren't thinking about all those cleaning products leaching into the water and like mm-hmm. i mean we live right by a lake so it i think it becomes more it's on your mind more when like you live in a place like we do and you're right by the lake like that this so you're true. thinking about that all the time yeah I wonder how like so living in the city often you don't see as many green spaces especially if you're like in a downtown core of a big place like Toronto or something you're mm-hmm. not seeing those those beautiful natural places as often so getting to live like we're sitting in your home and you've got this beautiful expanse <laughs> of lake in front of you like you would appreciate uh, and think about what we're doing to the environment so much more. Mm-hmm. But we're going down like a whole different rabbit hole here. <laughs> but just that with the way I was raised and we kind of always lived out of town or on a lake like this. So, mm-hmm. and my parents are very environmentally minded, my whole family. So mm-hmm. that's always been at the core. Like they were always in, reinforcing that sort yeah. of stuff in our brains as we were growing up. 
with so. a positive effect. I don't think that anybody has been shared a story of how they were raised environmentally friendly and have like completely rebelled against it and are like yeah. you know trying to harm the environment on purpose. Like everybody that no. I've talked to that has said, "Oh, I grew up in the country and I loved being out in the woods growing up and I just have so much respect for nature and it hurts me to see these green places set, like, you know, destroyed. It's always going to be beneficial yeah. to like <laughs> raise your children with like fostering a love of nature even Mm -hmm. if that means just taking them to parks and stuff when you live in the city Mm -hmm. that's a good point okay this is like a very basic one again but air fresheners okay yeah like room fresheners like i said we're diffusing oils right now but so many people are using whether it's air fresheners like uh, this lysol sprays or candles which are also filled with synthetic synthetic toxins first of all like so hard to breathe yeah (laughs) Um, yeah, but you can replace those with either diffusing oils or making like little DIY room sprays, which I have one in our, well, I have them in our bathrooms usually. Mm -hmm. And in the bedroom, I have like a little linen spray to spray at night. Um, and all it takes is you use water, a little bit of witch hazel, which just helps the essential oils to dissolve throughout the the mixture. Similar to a carrier oil. Yeah. Trying to like help them spread out. And I just shake it up every time I use it what is witch hazel it's a plant cool um, but i don't if you're not familiar it's like a watery substance it It kind of reminds me of vinegar or like rubbing alcohol but without like that powerful scent yeah kind of so actually growing up (laughs) we use my mom like if we ever got a cut or anything we never use what is it people normally use rubbing alcohol or yeah yeah. we always use witch hazel and my mom would be like get the witch hazel (laughs) 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 but because it is really it's really good for your skin it's very healing so there's lots of DIYs that have witch hazel, but to use it in a room spray, it just helps to, <laughs> I guess, diffuse the oil throughout the water, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I just, I'll do like one for the bathroom that has like lemongrass and lemon and, and oils like that, that are like really freshening. Mm-hmm. And then for my linen spray, cedar wood is really good for sleep. It actually helps to stimulate the pineal gland which releases melatonin and then so i put that with lavender it's just it's really nice before bed sprayed on your pillow oh, that sounds lovely <laughs> and then of course without the the packaging and without the toxic chemicals yeah i'm even picturing those um those ones that plug into the wall and they're just oh, like yeah, this weird gel or something that's in there and they just kind of like diffuse this really strong smell like i don't know if people who um are sensitive like you know that like if you have like um a sensitivity to strong smells if essential oils could be another option for you if it's really distilled um because it is a natural product as opposed to like you know walking past a bath and body works or Mm -hmm. wherever like a like a soap store or candle store you're just like wow that's a lot of smell hitting me all at once yeah, yeah, totally. That's a really important point to bring up because I think sometimes people are like, oh, essential oils, I can't do scents. Mm-hmm. But they're thinking the synthetic ones. Mm-hmm. And it's those, like, honestly, I think I don't think anyone should be using the synthetic scents. And I definitely feel like that. Like synthetic scents, candles, mm-hmm. those plugins, I can't do any of mm-hmm. that. Like it just, it makes me so congested. It gives me a headache. A headache, yeah. That's how I feel after, yeah. um, like being in a room with a really strong candle that's a synthetic scent 
Um, and not to be like a sense snob or something. Like we're not yeah. saying like, oh, we just don't use toxic chemicals. So like we have a problem with that. It's really just a reality that like the, the less you use these strong synthetic fragrances, the more strong the more your you nose yeah. is able to detect things like that. Yeah. So. Even essential oils I can find really, really strong. Um, and so that just means we were saying right at the beginning, like you don't find them as strong uh, because you've been using them for a long time. And so if I'm really sensitive to them, then I will just dilute them dilute more. them yep and it's like if you're using essential oils for a baby or a child mm-hmm. you're also gonna dilute them or with pets if you're just starting to use them just go low and slow is what you usually say just use a small amount slowly incorporate it and you should be fine with it that's great well we already talked about stains on laundry yeah we started that one but we got sidetracked so let's get back <laughs> into that one i like to use lemon essential oil just okay. straight up lemon like, wow. you don't even need to DIY anything. Oh, there goes a deer. Wow. Oh, nature. <laughs> There's a deer out on the lake. You can't see it, but it's beautiful. This is why we couldn't have my dog here, because he'd be barking at it right now. <laughs> He's looking at it. <laughs> okay, we can go back to talking about stain remover. <laughs> yeah, it's so exciting. Okay. So, yeah, anyways, I just use a drop of lemon like and you can just let it sit on the stain for a while but it takes out anything and actually on that topic it also takes out like if you have something really gooey or if for if you're reusing a bottle and it has like a label attached that's you want to take off Mm -hmm. it will take that off too just lemon that's great like lemon essential oil yeah it's a very handy one to have like i usually keep it in my kitchen because Mm -hmm just good for cleaning there's so many uses (laughs) so with the stain remover so then do you wash that like just regular afterwards or in the laundry yeah cool interesting and of course you could make your own like diy stain remover but seriously you can just use a drop because that is so much more easy (laughs) so much more practical yeah (laughs) very practical another really basic one that i think a lot of people don't think of is like diy perfume but the added benefit is that if you're using oils that are like calming, they're going to have like a calming property. It's right. not just like good smell, right? Yeah. So you could make like a spray. Same idea as like making a room spray or mm-hmm. you could make a roller, which is what I usually do, and roll it on your wrist and like the back of your neck and stuff. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, so I usually... What kind of scents do you like to use? I do like different things depending on the day. Um, I use lavender a lot and I feel like a lot of people like that. So Mm -hmm. it just makes me feel really calm and I often get headaches. So lavender is really, really good for headaches. Mm -hmm. So, and so it would be a matter of experimenting, right? To explore different scents in very small amounts so that you can slowly introduce it to yourself and not be like, wow, that smells way too strong. I'm going to get a headache. I'm not interested because yeah, if you're able to explore different combinations or different recipes then you're able to see what you do like and what sense you just like no thank you mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard when you're wherever you're purchasing them from like whether it's online or like a drugstore I don't know if drugstores often carry things like Young Living but how do you know if you're going to like it or not because sometimes like essential oils rightfully so um, are rather expensive sometimes mm-hmm. because of how much plant matter has to go into one little tiny bottle mm-hmm. and so what do you do if you buy a bottle and you 
crack it open and you're just like, like oh, I, I hate like that, that smell. <laughs> I've never, like, I don't know necessarily what frankincense would smell like, but like, what if I hated it? What do I do? With yeah. The and that's afterwards? it. Like an expensive one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a good question. I think when I started using oils, there were a few that I was like, ooh, that I don't love it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm the kind of person, I think it takes, it depends on the person, but I'm the kind of person that will like, just keep trying and there's oils that I used to hate that I now love because I kept trying them and I saw the effect that Mm -hmm. it had and it worked Mm -hmm. the one I'm thinking of is for digestive support and like relief and it's called digize and it's it's like a some people find it really stinky I would love to smell that later. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you smell it. It's got tarragon in it, so it's just a stronger smell. Interesting. But it works really well. And I love tarragon. Do you? That's interesting. In soup. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so concentrated as oil. Okay, so it might be a little overpowering. Yeah. Um, But I don't know if that answers your question, but if you keep using them, and also another tip is some people will use it on the bottoms of their feet. You actually absorb oils really well through the bottoms of your feet. So if there's an oil that you want the benefit of, but you don't want to smell it, you that put on is your really feet, smart. Put your socks on. Cool. I've heard of that with oil of oregano. Yeah, <laughs> oregano. That's another stinky one. Yeah, and that's it's really like strong. who really likes the smell of oregano? Not many people do, but no. you use it because it works. Yeah. Right. To people me, use that one for colds. Yes. And like cold prevention. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's funny. so good for that. And like, <laughs> I have a bottle of oregano that I've had around for so many years. Yeah. Because you only need a little bit. It's such a strong oil. <laughs> yeah. So that's hard when you buy it and you hate the smell and you have tried it and you still hate the smell and you have to have this bottle of oil. I guess yeah. you could give it away to somebody else yeah. to, to try it. But then I guess some drugstores, if you were to buy it from there, they might have a tester or something available. Yeah, like at Joanne's Place or oh, any, yeah. health, any health, health food places, store yeah. that you're around. They have, I know that Young Living has an experience center in like Mississauga where you can smell all their oils. Wow. Which would be a dream for me. Because <laughs> I just love them so much. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> My awesome. friends are always making fun of me. Like I went on a, a road trip and I get really carsick. Okay. So like I get... Like sometimes even if I'm the driver, I get car sick. Oh, that's not good. It's weird. Not not terribly when I'm the driver, but if I Just like it, roll down the window. And like, sorry, that's gross. And also nobody rolls down their windows anymore because they're all automatic. You're doing you're doing the action. I had to do the action. You can't see me, but I'm rolling down my fake window here. So what so, do you do to prevent your car sickness? So I have this roller with peppermint and ginger and fennel. Cool. And cardamom. I think that's everything in it, but it works so well for me. Wow. And I bring it every time that I go in the car. But I don't know why I was saying this, but my friends, they teased me about it because we were on a car trip and we are like, <laughs> had a car packed. There were like six people in it. And I'm like in the middle sniffing my, my very like pepperminty oil and everyone's like, Jess, put it away. <laughs> Enough peppermint. But hey, nobody, nobody else is getting car sick. Yeah, so. it works. It's magical. <laughs> Some people have concerns with essential oils for if you are pregnant or, you know, with pets or children, mm-hmm. like what, what would you say to that? Yeah. Are there certain ones that are for sure you shouldn't use or? Yeah, there are certain ones. Like I know off the top of my head, clary sage, if you're pregnant, you're not supposed to use. I think until I actually don't quote so, me on this yeah so look it up people, <laughs> okay, yeah, but... <laughs> look it up but I think that it's used like near the end of pregnancy to help induce but I'm not 
entirely sure. Yeah. It's it's one of those things that I'll definitely research more once I like get to that point in my own mm-hmm. life. Yeah. But there are certain ones with with pregnancy and also with pets. But that being said, I also feel because I know a lot of people get really worked up and stressed yeah, out. Yeah, probably this. nervous about yeah. using these because they're not as common in our daily experience, yeah, right? Exactly. And I think with that, it's a matter of like doing your own research and seeing what you're comfortable with. And there are also a number of oils that are extremely useful during pregnancy, like definitely peppermint for morning sickness. And, right. and if it's like, I know some people also say don't use peppermint during pregnancy, but it's a matter of just inhaling it instead of using it topically. So right, it's also okay. like the dosage and how much you're using there. Mm-hmm. So lots to research before Yeah, lots to like consider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then with pets, um, I don't have a cat, but I know with cats there are certain ones that they can't metabolize. It actually has to do with the, like, the way that we metabolize oils and their process in the body. And mm-hmm. cats just can't metabolize some of the oils the same way. Is that just by inhaling too? Like that you shouldn't diffuse yes. something? Okay. Yeah. So if you have a and cat. And so they're high phenol oils that have a lot of phenols in them. One is tea tree, lemongrass. Again, like research it. And a really good resource is Lindsay Elmore. Is there anyone inspiring you in the zero waste, low waste community lately? And also in any essential oils resources? I didn't ask that very well, but whatever. I'll use <laughs> Get the, the point. from before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in the essential oil world, definitely check out Lindsay Elmore. She's got really great information on essential oils and a lot of science-backed info if you're wondering about like essential oils and pets, essential oils and pregnancy, all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. She's got great articles and she also has a book. And then in the zero waste world, definitely you, Elspeth. (laughs) Like, no, but you're laughing, but seriously. um, I started listening to your podcast like in the new year and... I think it's been like really huge for me, really huge because I'm so glad. Yeah, and I'm not just saying that because <laughs> I, it's true. Yeah, and I think a big thing is, and I posted about this recently on Instagram. I, I kind of knew that once I like went down the the path of like learning more about zero waste, it was it's intimidating at first because so much there's so much mm-hmm. you and I knew that once I started, I was gonna make a lot of changes. So it's almost like you don't know if you're like prepared to go that route yeah and then but yeah you've been really inspiring and in like a really approachable way thank you that's what I'm going for yeah hope that that comes across to everyone it does and all the people that like you've had on the podcast everyone's been like so interesting and inspiring so it's really cool including Jasmine (laughs) (laughs) thank you that's really kind and where can people go online to learn more about Nourishment Kitchen which is your blog or anything that uh, you're posting online yeah, it's so it's nourish mint with a M I N T kitchen.ca mm-hmm. and I have a lot of different essential oil DIYs on there. And I am also a nutritionist like I said at the beginning, so I I hope to post more about like recipes, healthy recipes and stuff because I also love cooking. Yeah. And then you can find me on Instagram at nourishment kitchen. That's great. I love your new name. Thank you. I, I love like, it too. It, it makes really me well. so happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot happier to like share my name of yeah. my business now than I was before. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs>
it works really well. It's got your mint, so your essential oils, and then also like your Nourish cooking. For food, and, yeah. yeah, it's, it's everything. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on my podcast yeah. and for sharing with me today. Thanks for coming out all the way out here. Oh my gosh, we got to see so many deer. It's <laughs> beautiful. I will come out anytime you want. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> cool. Thanks again for listening, everyone. If you want to learn more from Jazz about essential oils, you can follow her on Instagram or go to her blog, nourishmintkitchen.com, for lots of amazing resources and blog posts about essential oils. Remember that's M-I-N-T in nourishment. If you liked today's episode, I would love it if you went back to listen to any of our past episodes. Some of my all-time favorite episodes are episode 11 with Zero Way Chef, episode 12 with the founder of Abigo, 17 with Mira Jane, the green mum, 47 about composting people when we die, and so many, many more. So go ahead and check it out for yourself. You can find all of our episodes in our archives wherever you get your podcasts. And I finally got the website up and running, so check it out at practicallyzerowaste.ca. If you'd like to be in touch this week, I would love to hear from you. Send an email to practicallyzerowaste at gmail.com or find me on Instagram at practicallyzerowastepod. How many times can I say practically zero waste in one episode? That's all for now. Hope you have a great week doing fun things outside and talk to you soon.